this is your host of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. I'm Leisha Holmes and I just wanted to say thank you for choosing to listen to our episode. Now before we start, I would like to thank our sponsors, Hoxo Media and Vincere. I will explain a bit more about them later on in the episode as to how you, our listener, can benefit from a unique discount by mentioning the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you contact them. Now remember to click subscribe as you're listening now to get notified of every new weekly episode of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast and I'm rather excited to introduce to our global community today somebody that I felt like I already knew and that there is why I've invited him on. This is Ryan McCabe and he is the CEO and founder of Odro. Welcome to you today Ryan, how are you? Very well Leisha, thanks for having me on, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it very much too. So I really wanted to invite you on because for me, when I was looking at your profile, and obviously I do feel like I know you, and that's partly why what we're going to come on to, you talk about creating incredible connections and humanising the recruitment process. So why do you think so many people are getting it wrong? And I think part B will be an explanation as to what Audra actually is. So creating incredible connections, why do so many recruiters get it wrong, do you think? Um. Um, I think it's a, I wouldn't say so many people get it wrong, it's just that they maybe miss an opportunity to make it so, so good, and it's not a, you know, it's not that it's done terribly as it stands, well, sometimes it is, <laughs> we all know that, but on the main, it's not It's not a massive thing where we're saying, you know, everyone's doing a terrible job and you just stop what you're doing, it's it's looking at things like, you know, people are saying there's a candidate shortage and ghost, candidates ghosting you is a big thing. Uh, fundamentally for me comes down to a candidate won't ghost you if they feel connected to you over someone else they've either ghosted you because they're more connected to the people they're working with or the other offer they had or the other recruiter they were working with and they just had a better connection with that other person didn't have a strong enough one with you and just didn't want to continue the conversation so I feel like that as an example is why the technology exists is to try and enable those connections and create incredible connections so many stages of the process. I think that's a really, really good starting point, actually, because I cannot imagine anybody listening that's in recruitment, whether you're a starting, you know, newbie recruiter or you're running a recruitment business and you've been in it for 20 odd years, we've all been ghosted. So I think that's a really <laughs> interesting place to start. So just to give us a, a sort of elevator explanation as to what Audro actually is and how it can potentially provide a solution to recruiters that want to stand out to talent? So um, I think a very high level view, we exist to humanise the recruitment process at scale, which I think is a very key point. We do it, we do it through video technology. So whether that is video messaging for the initial introduction to a candidate or client, a video update, you know, any messages and humanising that recruiter, we then have video interviewing. um, So that's for early or middle even later stages of a recruitment process, interview process, uh, or we've got video job ads, which is just getting your brand out there on LinkedIn, content, that sort of stuff. So every bit of technology that we have built serves to humanise that process. Yeah, it does. And I've got plenty of clients and plenty of listeners, and they were very uh, loyal listeners that use your technology. And I know that, I mean, it's, you know, from an advocate point of view, I know that you've uh, definitely solved a lot of uh, headaches for a lot of recruiters and, and created amazing introductions and like you say humanizing that process so 
again, not to be controversial, but I think there'll be lots of people listening who are listening rather than watching our YouTube channel because naturally they mm -hmm. might feel confident to do video. And, you know, I had a situation where I know somebody whose son was applying to a graduate scheme, uh, really wanted the job, had all the skills, no question about it. But the very first stage was a video. That he had to record a three minute video and he literally could not do it. He just couldn't do it. Mm -hmm physically do it he wasn't capable he, you know they tried everything to get him to be creative so mindful of a lot of a lot of people listening are maybe how they would call themselves introverted they could be neurodiverse and maybe just aren't confident to do that mm -hmm. where do you think this particular area sits then with people like that that aren't as confident as maybe someone like me that you know will just do anything like that <laughs> yeah and you've got to uh... It has to cater <clears throat> to a lot of different. Has to cater to as many different types of people as possible. I think the main, the main thing is to understand what you're trying to achieve from your from your recruitment campaign. If you are looking to, you know, if if attracting neurodiverse candidates has got to be at the forefront of your agenda, and video may put them off, but you're not getting a lot of candidates anyway. Video is not solving a problem for you. Like it has to solve a problem. So, for example, if video was at the front of that process, it's yeah. probably because they have a huge volume of applicants it's very difficult to screen all those applicants in person sorry or even you know yeah. actually taking the time to screen them all so that's the problem that's solved it doesn't solve the neurodiverse problem in, in that case it doesn't solve the introvert problem but if that's something we're looking to attract then you maybe have the video at a later stage in the process and maybe not just at the top of the funnel yeah. um, and also i would bet that the first stage of the process being a video a video interview it's quite rare that even the client would put themselves on video to explain why this is important. And that's, if you're asking for it, you, you should you should be able to do it in return. So um, in that instance, I would say that you can make that experience better by a video explainer from the recruiter saying, look, the first stage is a video interview. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about your background. Don't put a shirt and tie on. Don't, you know, everything's okay, but this is why we do it. And that alone, we've seen that time and time again, massively increase, not only kind of a activation rates but completion rates as well through the process that's the, and I think that's the key thing isn't it that people certainly leaders listening will be thinking about it's you know it's about completion of the process it's about ROI that's the reality mm -hmm. it's not about how many hits you get so I think that's really important and and you know I think going back to your first point about the ghosting element I think to listen to somebody is one thing but I think to actually see them and obviously we're a virtual world <coughs> predominantly aren't we because we're you know we're, the world's a small place but we can do it all on video so in your experience where people have potentially been ghosted I mean what would your advice be about creating videos you know 30 second introduction using it as a new business development tool because I've had them before you know and, I, and you do click on them what do you think makes it compelling what, why do you think people will stay and watch a video rather than listening to a voice note or reading an email we briefly interrupt this chat on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to introduce to you our partnership with Vincere, the recruitment operating system. Vincere is the modern recruitment operating system for recruitment and staffing agencies around the globe. A single tech platform that unifies your CRM, your ATS, your website, candidate and client portals, shift scheduler, timesheets, data and analytics, and now including video interviewing and outreach all under one roof. 
This is the reason the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast chose to partner with Vincheri, because we want to make the job of a modern recruiter as simple as possible. So if you're looking for a new recruitment CRM to manage your entire operation, visit vincheri.io and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Now, back to the chat. So the, the guide that we've kind of banged on about for years is um, the first 15 seconds has got to be all about the person that you're sending a message to. to even just to kind of break the pattern, don't introduce yourself. Right. So just to, when you record that first video, it would be, Leisha, I've been listening to your podcast now for a year. I love this guest, this guest, and I love that you're in this space. That initial opener has given me enough credibility for you to listen to my pitch, if you like, for the next 15 seconds. Yeah. So you've got you've got to get the hook, which to basically prove that you've done your homework, prove that you're credible with a really short, sharp, hyper-personal point at the start of the video. That's what I would recommend if you're trying to create that the best possible connection with someone is just prove that you're putting the effort in. Yeah, no, I agree. And actually, the proof is in the pudding. I I did exactly that with Professor Damien Hughes, who is the co-host on the... Um, High Performance Podcast. And I sent him a really short video on LinkedIn. Never thought for a second he'd even look at it or respond. And I got a message back going, I'd love to come on. And I was like, it works. Brilliant. Yeah, it does. It's record Stephen Bartlett and he's ignored me, but you know, <laughs> I keep trying, trying him on Instagram, stalking him everywhere. I saw that the follow up as well. But this is the thing like, it's, I think you've got to, just what you've said there, right? If you receive one, mm. it, it's, I'm going to say it's more like good manners, but it's just respect. Someone's put the work in, someone sent a message, you immediately give them respect. You're like, oh, I, I really respect that. You know, thanks very much. Yeah. And it may not always be a positive response. Like sending a video can't change the outcome, but we can get the response, whatever it is, a good a yeah. good response or a bad one. We mm. can get the response and that's the thing that we that's the thing that we want to enable. I see that. And I think it, you know, and I'm really glad we've opened up the conversation from that point of view. So you know the the topic that everyone talks about, certainly from a leadership perspective, is sort of BVP and how we as recruitment companies ourselves hiring our talent, but then for the end user client as well, it's never been more important. You know, most markets are talent short, particularly around STEM, but it's the same in my market. You know, there's, I can't think of one in particular industry where there's not enough talent coming through because obviously Brexit yeah. changed that for blue collar sector. There's, there's no question that your employer value proposition is absolutely going to be enhanced through video. But why do you think that video particularly enhances that brand message for companies? So for leaders listening, rather than maybe personal brand, how does video do that? So I actually did a talk on this uh, recently, and I think everyone's heard the stat, 80% of people don't leave a job, they leave a manager. Mm. But but no one ever flips that stat on their head and said, how many people don't join a job? They join a leader. They join the person that they go, I want to learn for that person. I want to work for them. And put, using a video as an example, almost every, every um, hiring process I've seen has to wait a week before you actually get an insight into who you'll be working for or with. Mm. And that can stop you getting as many applications as you could or as many open candidates in the top of the funnel. So in terms of what it does for a leader, I mm. think if you're saying, look, you are a huge reason why someone's going to join your business, put yourself at the front of the process, at the top of the funnel, and then mm. give yourself the best chance at getting the right people. 
So, or and give yourself the best chance at screening out the wrong people because if chemistry is not there from on the video day one, they'll never apply in the first place. Yeah. And then, so, I mean, you said at the start, because you corrected me, you said, you know, you're humanising the recruitment process for those who are scaling. So how, how easy is that for businesses that have, who have scaled so significantly that how on earth could they possibly keep up with that? If, if they're a leader listening and they've got, you know, global offices, how could they do that? Okay. So I just wanted to break away from the chat for 60 seconds to talk to you about an issue a lot of agencies are facing right now and what one company... Hoxo Media are doing about it. There's a lot of talk about what it takes to be the quote unquote modern recruiter, personal branding, building an online presence, finding new and innovative ways to engage the market, whatever your market is. It's an approach most businesses are fumbling around with at the moment, to be honest. Meanwhile, Hoxo have absolutely nailed it. They are arguably the world's foremost marketing agency dedicated exclusively to the recruitment sector. And they've worked out what recruiters need to do to see tangible success through online activity. They've developed a proven methodology to follow on LinkedIn daily to establish you, you, as the go-to recruiter in your space and drive inbound leads and new business opportunities on a consistent basis. Now they teach it all to you over an eight week course in the Hoxhub Academy. I actually completed the Hoxo Academy in the very height of COVID and it completely transformed my business. In fact, it paid for itself by the end of week two. The best place to find out more about Hoxo Media is to check out their website, hoxomedia.com or search for them on LinkedIn and give them a follow. They give away an absolute ton of valuable advice and actionable tips for free. But if and when you're ready to seriously invest in your online brand, Give these guys a shout, but make sure to tell them that Leisha from Key Recruitment sent you and just quote the podcast, the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, and they'll give you a cheeky discount as well. Not bad, eh? Now, back to the chat. Well, it's not necessarily the, the leader that's the, that's, it's not the chief exec of the 50 office business. It's the person that the new recruit's going to be working for. Fair and they only, need to rec- they only need to record one video for one vacancy. Right. It's not they have to do a video for every candidate. They just do a video and they say, look, this is me, I'm Ryan. This is my background. This is what I, why I'm looking for this particular person. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing you. I am the third stage of the process. You'll meet, you'll meet Leisha, then you'll meet John, and then you'll meet me. Looking forward to it. That immediately humanises. I mean, it's, it connects you to the brand as well. Like, look at Indeed, for example. Everything's one-click apply. Even LinkedIn, it's one-click apply. The candidates is very, very rarely is the candidate truly connected to your business. They're connected to the salary banding and the job spec, Absolutely. and they don't jo- they don't join that. No. So we can get we can allow them to be more connected to your brand than anyone else's if we just treat that with a little bit more care. No, I agree with you totally. I mean, you know, if I think about anything that's been meaningful or powerful to me, and that's both in a professional context and a personal context, I've definitely engaged through video. If I think about the people that influence me away from recruitment, you know, business people and, you know, thought leaders and just inspiring human beings, it's through videos that I've watched on TikTok, on, on Instagram, on Facebook. It's not necessarily been copy, which is, in, you know, written <laughs> word. It's, I do, I've, I'm, I've come into this interview with you. I think like a lot, lot of the listeners will be sat here now, not necessarily 100% convinced by what we were going to talk about, but actually 
I'm feeling like I know you're right and that that's why it's so powerful that what what you do is incredible quite literally the way that you use yeah but it's it's new this is the thing and we're we're here for that like this is going to be a long journey for us right we're not expecting everyone to go right let's go and get in front of a camera every day it's we know that it you know it takes people a long time as you said you didn't you know you've not really bought into someone i'm paraphrasing here alicia but you're not buying into someone through copy it's through video other people might buy in through copy and then using video every time may not be the right thing for them it's just we, we developed this we developed the, the incredible connections framework which is the hiring process from business development call to offer and you know uh, referrals and everything post offer and we've we've identified 17 different touch points in that process where it's a good idea you can improve a metric using video no one in the world does any all 17 because that's overkill but every process is different everyone will use a different or you know a different combination of those 17 does i'm saying that as a joke for her because she edits this and she definitely does all the 17 touch points because she's a control (laughs) i'm saying that because i know she'll be absolutely howling when she hears this it's true. You want to go through the process? She does. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's different. That's the thing. Like you just, and I think that's where it's our job to tell you all the all the the ways in which video can be used. But we don't advocate using all of them all the time. There's a time and a place. Yeah. You have to be solving a problem and yeah. or improving a metric. Yeah, no, I understand that. Um, and actually, I want to bring up a point which we've not discussed off camera because you've got some little Gen A. Gen A, you, your your guys are Gen is that A. What that is now? A Gen, Gen A. Oh, I did a load of reading up on it the other day. Gen A, um, and then I've got Gen Z. They all they do is video. That's all they do. All, I mean, yours are a bit young yet to be on anything like TikTok or Snapchat. Although you never know, the six-year-old might be. But oh, that's what six-year-old watching Roblox. <laughs> well, there you go. It's only a matter of time before she's saying, or he's saying, "Can I get a phone?" Um, but on a serious note, if we're all thinking, and we're all sat here now, whether you are an actual recruiter or you are a leader of recruiters, you have to think about your future talent pool of recruiters that are coming through they are connected through video that's what they do that is the reality they've got i would say a different attention span to older generation i mean i'm god knows what i am but i'm old generation <laughs> where i don't even know i don't even know what i am i mean that is a dangerous thing for any man to comment on you know, so i'm just that's, that's not, that's not <laughs> but the point is that is generally speaking that is how they communicate they communicate through snapchat they communicate through visual as opposed to old-fashioned phone. They don't do phone calls. They don't send messages. Like, what are you doing WhatsApping me? It's yeah. all through imagery and videos. So I think that's where I, in terms of future-proofing, you can't ignore what this future generation is already doing and what the Generation A, which, you know, if you think in 10, 15 years, you've got to succession plan it. So yeah. I don't suppose you've got a crystal ball there. You might very well do. But what do you think we should be thinking about in the future? And what maybe as a business, what are Odro thinking about in terms of new technologies, new apps that we mm-hmm. should all be future-proofing ourselves with to attract our future talent pool? Um, so I think one of the, the mistakes that people are, um, that it's a very easy trap to fall into is that because we're all so busy right now, the world's gone mad. We're all super, super busy. There's there's a few things that I would cover off on that. The first one is that we over automate, and that, that I, I believe that you can over automate. I think there's a I don't know how to explain this. You can sort of yeah, it's like a lever. So the more you put on, um, the more you automate, the more the candidate experience goes. I think there's a direct link 
to automation and candidate experience or after a point. And I feel like that was a big thing about humanizing the process at scale, because I believe automation is almost a necessity a lot of the time, but you can't humanize it by just putting a video on or even a picture, even something, just, just to make sure that it's not, a, it's not an organization or an entity you're dealing with, it's a person on the other end of it. So I feel like that's something we're going to be able to, to do better as time goes on, is kind of humanize that automation, um, make it feel a bit more, uh, a, bit, a bit nicer for, for candidates. Um, and I also feel like a, a, a bit of a geek right now for the economy and watching what's happening, just because it's all so wild right now. And I was, I, I follow a couple of economists in the States and there's one guy in particular in the US that released this really big article last week about basically, long story short, six months that, you know, but with the interest rates rising and inflation growth off a scale, um, you know, the recruitment market could be very different by then. And I think that we should be focusing now on just making sure that we're providing the best service to clients and candidates, because right now, Service doesn't have to be A star to get the same revenue. That's that's a problem. It's a dangerous yeah. drug to be addicted to. You can provide a C plus service and get A plus money. Yeah. And that's going to change whether it's the end of this year, end of next year, regardless. There's going to come a point where they go, no, no, I'm paying A plus money. I want A plus service. Um, and the people who gave the A plus service when they didn't have to are the ones that's going to they're going to stick by, whether that's a client or a candidate. So I just feel like we should be focusing a lot more on quality right now rather than running through just because of what could be around the corner i wasn't expecting that answer from you and i love that answer and i think you know as we record this in may 2022 as you know we do record in advance but if you're listening to this and we are now in a recession which i think <laughs> everybody is predicting pretty much um, yeah. it's inevitable and we do go in cycles how long it will last for i don't know as soon as you said interest rates go up and inflation goes up everyone panics but the fact is we 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 kind of see the indicators that it's going to happen so you need to start planning and preparing now and transactional recruiters beware that's all i can say absolutely and this is the thing it's relationships the relationship yeah. at the end of the day the hiring freeze if there's a hiring freeze on yeah it will it will disappear at some point that yeah. uh, the hiring freeze is a good time to return and it's the relationship it's yeah. the connection that you made with that recruiter or that candidate that's going to keep you running don't panic don't start panicking now guys this is your opportunity to really think about those meaningful relationships and that's candidates and clients you know right. and you'll dig deep when you need to well that that was really that that blew my head that answer because I wasn't expecting that from you um, <laughs> thank you so much and I'd just like to congratulate your children on behaving exceptionally well you've obviously bribed them with chocolate buttons and crisps and things they're, they're tied up in the cupboard <laughs> they're sat on TikTok right now just recording a video so that's okay and it's been really lovely to finally meet you because because of the power of video I felt like I already knew you and I think that's probably how it feels to a lot of people when they watch anything I do too, so, because that's it. That's the reality of personal brand on video, isn't it? That's what I felt when I saw you. I just feel like I know you because I've just seen how you operate. That's yeah. bit, it's a massive. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a massive, massive one. If you want to, if you want to be basically fill people's timeline, get on video. That's the reality. <laughs> that's right. You're equal as I knew it would be. Thank you so much for joining us on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Thanks, Alicia.